Welcome to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. You can read all about America Out Loud on AmericaOutloud.news. I would definitely encourage you to go there for a laundry list of top-notch podcasts that will keep you informed for hours and for days. We have all the latest breaking news, up-to-date news. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Tonight, I'm flying solo again. However, my guest co-host is B.B. Diamond of the Facebook show, Our Urban Story. B.B. has been on with us before many times. And as you know, when she comes on, she's always prepared to give us knowledge, history, this based biblically as well as historically. So I welcome B.B. to the show tonight. Thank you for but, having me. Thank you, B.B. Now, B.B., the topic that I've chose tonight, fake Islamophobia scare that seems to be gripping the United States and a lot of Western countries. I chose that topic after listening to your show, Our Urban Story, this past weekend, and it was titled The Spirit of Anti-Semitism. And you broke down biblically, historically, what your listeners and my listeners tonight should know about Islam, Judaism, and God's promise to Israel. We know that in the Bible, it is said that God said he would bless those who bless Israel. That's a powerful statement. I didn't quote it exactly, but it's powerful. I am taken aback, B.B., by many of the Christian churches that seem to be sitting on the sideline while all of this anti-Semitism is all around us. Maybe they are speaking out in their pulpits on Sunday mornings or their Wednesday night Bible study classes, but I don't hear it. Any other time, they would be at the front lines speaking out. Definitely if a police had shot a black man. But with our fellow brothers and sisters in the Jewish faith, they're quiet. I don't understand it. But what we do hear, unfortunately, is this push, this narrative, that there's Islamophobia taking place in the heartland. Now, the last time I looked, I don't recall anyone from the Islam faith or the Muslim faith being attacked. The last time we learned about someone who was attacked of the Muslim faith, want to say it was three years ago, here in New York, one of the subways where a woman claimed that someone ran up to her cursed her out and spat on her and they were calling all these nasty calling her all these nasty words islam and muslims only to find out that it was all made up it was a big lie and there have been other situations where people have lied and said that muslims were being attacked even after 9 11 when the towers were brought down here in new york america was under attack by radical Muslims. Yes, there were some incidents, but not to the level that we see now with the anti-Semitism, whereby Jewish students were trapped inside of a library here in New York on a college campus, and people were yelling, let us at them, we're going to get them. In Russia, you had radical Muslims going to an airport 
asking the passengers, are you Jewish? Also in New York City, uh, I think it was Cornell University, you had a young man saying that we should kill all of the Jews, slice, slice, slit their throats, rape the women. Now, Quantis is kept. His name wasn't put out there. The media held back on his picture. You know why? Because he was Asian. He wasn't the white man. Had he been white, they would have thrown his picture out there. But where are the attacks on the Muslim community? Not that there should be any, but if Kamala Harris is going to come out with an ad saying that we need to protect our Muslim brothers and sisters because there's Islamophobia that's gripping the country, if the White House press secretary is going to be asked a question, what are we going to do about the anti-Semitism, and then she's going to divert it and start talking about Islamophobia, what the heck is happening? Jews make up 2% of the population. However, 60% of the hate crimes have been visited upon this community. I don't get it. Where is the Islamophobia? But there is, however, BB, as you said on Saturday, a spirit of anti-Semitism in the land. BB, what are your thoughts? Thank you, Rob, again for having me on. I think this is a great topic for tonight. Um, my initial thoughts are Obama is behind this uh, Islamophobia, fake Islamophobia scare, because Obama, as we said previously, he grew up in he grew up uh, learning Islam. Right. That was his father's faith. So Obama leans toward that. So I do believe on this issue and other issues, Obama is kind of uh, puppeteering behind the scenes because it does not make sense to create uh, some kind of committee addressing Islamophobia when it's Jewish Americans and uh, across the world who are under the attack, but just sticking to the United States. You are absolutely right. They make up, Jews make about 2% of the population, and yet they're the victims of 60% of the hate crimes. But you have this White House that wants to focus on Islamophobia. It's very strange and it's very odd. It makes no sense. We must address the anti-Semitism, and it is an ancient spirit. If you go back to the book of Exodus, the pharaoh of Egypt, the leader of Egypt, told the Hebrew midwives that if it is a boy being born, kill it. If it is a girl, let her live. So this attempt to eradicate the Jews goes back thousands of years, and it needs to be addressed. It has to be addressed. But when you look at the numbers, another set of numbers, 17% of the Muslims here in the country voted for Biden. That's not a large number, but it's significant enough to get their attention for them to believe or think that we need to appease them. We need their vote. Now, I'm about to say something that might sound rather controversial, but I think it has to be said. If you look at our middle states, the Midwest, you look at Minnesota, you look at Ohio, Cincinnati, you would find that there is a large Muslim community that's there. That is how Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar are able to be elected to Congress. 
I have said this before, we need to go in and look at that community. There was something that's there that should not be there. These two women are the antithesis of hate. The other day, they tried to censor Rashida Tlaib in Congress, and it failed. They've tried unsuccessfully to censor Ilhan Omar, and it has failed. Look at the community. Look at the people who are putting them in office. We need to wake up. There is an evil BB that has entered into this country. It is festering. It is growing. It is part of a misinformation that's going out. It has to stop. Unfortunately, our mainstream media is propagating these lies. No one will call these people out. And I hope and pray that our Jewish brothers and sisters see this. And this will wake them up that when they go to the polls and vote, they will vote with their heart and not this fake ideology. Because if they don't wake up and see the writing on the wall, which will be in their blood, that community will be eradicated. And that is exactly what Hamas wants to do. They have not shied away from it. They do not want Israel to exist. And as you said on your show, BB Saturday, it's not about the land. People keep saying it's about the land. And how would you feel if someone took your land away? Okay, folks, let's just put it into perspective. One group taking another person's group has been happening since the beginning of time. You look at Italy. You look at Spain. If you were to go there, you would see mosques that are built there. Because the Turks took it over. The Ottoman Empire took it over thousands of years ago. It goes from one to the other. But for some reason now, you have these group of people, these radicals, who want you to think it's about land. It is not. They want to completely eradicate the Jews. When the Jews were in Russia, they did the same thing. When they were in Germany, there is no safe harbor. They don't want them there because of a hate that has festered down through the years. These two group of people, the Jewish people and the Arabs, they're cousins. The Jews are from Isaac, Israel, and the Arabs are from Ishmael. Fast forward to today, that hate is still there. And they're, they're bringing us in on it. And this administration will not call that out because they're feeding fuel to the fire. When you have at the top level, BB, our government, Afraid to call out Iran, telling Israel you should do a ceasefire. That's not fair. And then I heard someone the other day, like Candace Owens, she was saying, well, you just can't go in and just get rid of a whole group of people. Who said that that's happening? That's not genocide. They're not, Israel is not trying to get rid of a whole group of people, but they are trying to get rid of Hamas. I mean, you have people, some that are on the right, that are so confused as to what's happening here. No, you can say all day long, well, Jewish people, they do this and they do that. I don't care. Everyone has faults. But to go in and say, we're going to target these people and we're going to remove them from the face of the earth, baby, that's wrong. And people are misguided. What are your thoughts? No, you're absolutely right. This is not about territory. I would encourage this audience just to simply go to Google and type in Hamas Charter. You could probably do it on DuckDuckGo as well. And in the Hamas charter, I give them credit. There, there no, there's no fluff. They basically, and I don't have it in front of me, 
in their charter from August 1988, they say, Hamas says, that Israel will only exist until it is destroyed essentially by Hamas. And they believe that what they're doing is in the name of Islam. You see, the root of this is Islam and the, uh, the Quran and the Hadiths which are reportedly the sayings of the prophet. If I may, I like to read from Sahih al-Bukhari, one of the highest rated hadiths. And this is part of the problem, Rob, quite frankly. Quote, the hour will not be established until you fight with the Jews and the stone behind which a Jew will be hiding will say, oh Muslim, there is a Jew hiding behind me, so kill him. Sahih al-Bukhari 2926. This is part of the root of the problem. In the Islamic teachings, teachings, anti-Semitism is taught. But before the Quran, let's go back here. Psalm 83 tells you that among those who will say, let's destroy Israel so that their name will be remembered no more are the descendants of the Ishmaelites, which will be the Saudis and other Arabs. But I have news for them. The Jebusites tried it, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amalekites. None of them have succeeded. And the Hamas, Hezbollah, Islamic Jihad, no Arab, Palestinian, radical Muslim group will succeed in destroying Israel. In fact, they themselves will be destroyed. And I just want to add this tidbit before I yield. Israel left the Gaza Strip in 2005. They even forcibly took Israeli settlers off of the Gaza Strip, out of it. So to say that Israel is occupying is completely false. The Gaza Strip is Palestinian 100%. So we have to really get the narrative right about a lot of this. And I would say that the, the Jewish people are the indigenous people in that land. Thank you. The indigenous people and the land. So no matter what you're hearing from all these naysayers, they're completely wrong. And as BB said, in 2005, Israel left and said, here, you can have it. And what did they do? They decided to allow Hamas to take over the government. So from 2005 up until October of 2023, Hamas had been saying, oh, we're going to work peacefully with, with, the, with the Israelis, with the Jews. We're going to work peacefully. Meanwhile, they were building underground tunnels, planning their assault. Now, what group who says we're going to work peacefully with you would build underground tunnels so that they could come up kidnap people, and then hide. And then you want to say, cease fire? We didn't start this. When you come into another man's house and you're going to disrespect him and try to kill him, and then he fights back, you want to say, oh, wait a minute, don't, don't, don't do it. Wait, you just killed my wife, you just killed my child, and now you want me to stop? I don't think so. I'm going to bulldoze right over you with the intent to destroy you. And if you die, so be it. So Israel should not stop. They should keep going 
until the mission is accomplished. You're listening to After Dark with Rob and Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. And my special guest host tonight, B.B. Diamond, will return after this commercial break. In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Now we're back after Dr. Robert Andrew on the America Out Loud platform and my special guest host tonight, B.B. Diamond of Our Urban Story on Facebook. When we went to break, I was just detailing the length that Hamas has taken to try and destroy Israel. We also mentioned that Israel had turned over the Gaza Strip to the Palestinians back in 2005. They left, and when they left, they left the Gaza a rich area, greenhouses and everything else, and they continued to let some of them come into Israel and work and go to school. But on the Palestinian side, you can do nothing but live a life of hardship. Why is it, I ask, that the other Arab countries will not come in and help out their brothering? Why is it now that Egypt, Jordan, Syria, Iran, Saudi Arabia won't allow in 
the refugees from Palestine? Why won't they allow them to come in? Well, I'll tell you why they won't. For one, they're afraid of them. Number two, Hamas will not allow them allow them to leave because they're using them as human shields. So while you have Americans protesting on the streets saying, stop the bloodshed in Israel, the blood is on your hands. What about Hamas? I read somewhere that the or heard the mainstream media refer to Hamas as being the resistance, the resistors. They're trying to stand up for what's right. You had a college-educated professor, Mark Lamont Hill, say that Hamas is an official government. No, they're not. Why the certain hate for our Jewish brothers and sisters? Then you will have some blacks to say, oh, well, they had the slave ships. That's how the slaves came across. Okay, and are you also mad at the Africans who sold you into slavery? And something else I want to remind my African brothers and sisters, black brothers and sisters, it's a sad fact, but it's a reality. There are a lot of Arabs, Muslims, that view black people as being animals. Now, I didn't say all, but I would guarantee you that the main ones who have you outside protesting with them, that are locking arms with you, saying that we're just a Black Lives Matter, they're laughing at you. They don't care anything about you. They're still going into Africa trying to enslave Africans. But like clockwork, blacks will jump on a bandwagon and will push it to the nth degree, not knowing all of the facts. The same way they did with Black Lives Matter, which was founded by lesbians that are against the nuclear family. Look at how they're attacking the black community. Look at the trashy music that they're putting out there. It started with our men and there are women. Trash. The stuff that they're putting out there. And you know what? A lot of the members of Hamas, they're laughing at you. They're saying you have no sense. How could you do it? But yet still, we want to lock arms with them. And you know why, BB? Because we don't know the history. We don't know the genesis of any of this. And you know why they don't know it? Because they took Bibles out of school. And look at the push to demonize religion. Every other religion is held sacred. Hindu is sacred. Islam is sacred. But when you look at Judaism, you look at Christianity, the Jewish faith, oh, they're bad. We don't like them. And you can talk about them. You can say anything you want to say about them. Now, I'm not saying that these religions aren't without faults. But by God, look at the faults of Islam. At least there is redemption in Christianity. You can sin and you can confess. But you can attack Christianity all day long. No one says anything about it. It is because, BB, they don't know history. They don't know where it all started. So in their minds, Palestine Oh, it's a country, and we got to respect it. They don't have a, uh, like you said once before, a king or queendom. They have none of that. It's a made-up word given by the Romans. 
right. to make fun of the Jews. The lack of knowledge and people perish. Bibi, what do you say? No, you're absolutely right. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, if you, if a person rejects the Bible, like many leftists do, um, and some Muslims reject the Bible, although the Quran tells them to refer to the Torah, which is the Torah, and the Injil, which is the gospel. If you reject the Bible, you will not have a, uh, you will not understand that God gave that land to the Jews. You can read passages from Genesis and then Joshua 1, where God tells Joshua, wherever your foot shall tread, I'm paraphrasing, this is your land, and no one will be able to stand against you. This is laid out in the Bible. And yes, there was a diaspora because of the sins of the Jewish people. However, throughout the Bible, most notice, most noticeably, I would say in Ezekiel 37, God promised the children of Israel that he would bring them back to the land. And the Jewish Zionists, and I consider myself a Christian Zionist, knew exactly where that land was because there were still Jews in the Middle East. They didn't completely abandon that land. And that seems to be missed or ignored deliberately. You're right. The, uh, the Romans named that area Palestine. It was called Palestine under the Ottoman Turks and under the British. And as I've said on my live stream, a Palestinian is not an ethnic group. It's like a New Yorker. You can be Asian, white, Hispanic. And if you live in New York City or New York State, they'll call you a New Yorker. Palestinian, the Palestine is just an area that was designated as such by the Romans. When Golda Meir lived in that area, she was a Palestinian Jew. So we need to move away from this thought process that somehow is some distinct ethnic group, that there was a country called Palestine. There was never a country called Palestine. And let me address this too. When you have students and others saying, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, you are talking about genocide of the Jewish people, of the, those who live in Israel. And that is not acceptable. It should not be on our shores. But this history between the Arabs and the Jews, it's an ancient spirit of anti-Semitism this attempt to wipe out the Jews, as we saw, as we can see in the book of Esther, where Haman devised this guillotine, if you will, to kill the Jews, and yet he himself died and was killed on that. And this is the message to Hamas. You will die by the very weapons you designed to kill Israel. The same with Hitler. No one will eradicate the Jews until God says it is time, period. And that's what, those are my thoughts for now. Thank you. But yet and still, you have those who think that this will happen. Their intent is to get rid of the Jews. So you have all of these groups that are going against the Jews. So where exactly is the Islamophobia? I can't find it. Someone please point it out to me. On the universities, as I mentioned during the opening of the show, you have college professors at Ivy League schools that are coming out. Well, I say coming out. They're not coming out at all. They're completely complicit. They're quiet. They're not saying anything. But the students are coming out. And they're attacking Jews. They're saying they don't want them. I was looking here, trying to see here. 
what I was looking for. I took a little note here. College professors of Ivy League schools, Claudine Gay, the president of Harvard University, and it's how ironic that her name is Claudine Gay, and she happens to be a lesbian. Manusha Shafiq, president of Columbia University, Ellen M. Greenberg, president of George Washington University. On the campuses of these universities, the students have come out and protest against the Jewish people in support of Palestine. No one is doing anything to the Palestinians. It's Hamas. Why aren't they telling Hamas to stop? Why hasn't anyone come out and said, Hamas, please put down your weapons. Please free the hostages. But it's, no, Israel, you need to stop. You need to stop. Oh, please stop. But there's no admonition to tell the Palestinian, I mean, the Hamas to stop what they're doing. What are these college professors thinking, these university presidents? What are they thinking? But they're hiring these people. If you go back and you look at the college campuses, now college campuses have always been a haven, so we thought, for free speech. And we know that in some instances, they will bring on visiting uh, professors that a lot of people don't care to hear. But if you go there now and you see what's there, again, I will say this, election is right around the corner. And I wonder, I wonder if the Jewish people are going to change their vote. Or will they continue voting the same way, the same way blacks are doing and getting nothing in return? Will they change their vote? Because if they don't, as I said, it will be their blood that will be on the land. And I was I read another piece the other day about Bernice King, Martin Luther's daughter. And I think it was Amy Schumer, whom I don't care for, because she was all into this Black Lives Matter deal. And again, this is so ironic that you have people like her, who happens to be Jewish, was 100% behind Black Lives Matter. And it was all for show, because they thought this is the end thing, and I can get name recognition by aligning myself with it. So many other Jewish people did the exact same thing. Oh, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. When me, a black man, I knew that it was a big fraud because if Black Lives really mattered, let's start with Chicago, where Barack Obama and Michelle hail from, Oprah Winfrey. Let's look at Detroit. Let's look at Baltimore. Let's look at New Orleans. And let's look at all the other black communities. If Black Lives really matter, just start there and give the memo to the blacks there and say, your life matters. Stop killing each other. But it didn't happen. So going back to Amy Schumer, so she made a comment, and she said, if Martin Luther King were around today, he would say that all of this fighting was happening right now, that Hamas should stop attacking the Jewish people. And Bernice King came out and said, no, he wouldn't say that. He would want Israel to cease fire. And then I think she pointed to the Vietnam War. And how he was against it. Well, you know, it's neither here or there. I don't think that if he were here today, I don't think he would tell a terrorist group, continue doing what you're doing while Israel is suffering. This was all about getting rid of a group of people. It was a surprise attack. So I respectfully disagree with you, Reverend Bernice King. Because I don't think your father 
would be in agreement with what Hamas is doing. His movement was all about peace, non-violent. Hamas opened the door of violence on Israel. And Israel is saying, we will shut the door. And we will eradicate this region of you. Did they not think that was going to happen? And when you see the pictures of Gaza Strip, it's almost completely flattened. Did they not expect this? And if they wanted to stop, okay, leave the tunnels. I go back to, why did they even build the tunnels? It was in secrecy. Because they knew that they were up to no good. If what you're doing is on the up and up, why are you going to go down all those feet up underground and build these terror cells up under hospitals, schools? You knew what you were doing. You were going to try to say, oh, don't attack us because we're right up under you. It was deception. And that's what the devil does. He's full of deception, evil, men of iniquity, callous men. The Bible tells us, fret not thyself because of evil doers, because they will soon be cut off like the weed. And that's what's happening to Hamas. And now they don't like it. They see themselves losing. And what do they want to do? Well, we're going to try and wake up our brother in Hezbollah, another terrorist group. And I guess the left will say, oh, it's a government group also. Why are people so confused, BB? Why are they so quick, as the Bible says, to believe a lie rather than the truth? You know what, Bibi? We're living in the last days. What do you say? No, I agree with you. And um, this has been a crystallizing moment. Uh, I hope I'm using that word correctly. This has been a defining moment for a lot of people. It has revealed of uh, the vileness that's being taught on our college campuses. It, it has revealed uh, people where their hearts are. For Reverend Bernice King to say that was absolutely foolish. Dr. King was all about peace. What Hamas did on October 7th was not about territory. It was not righting a wrong. Uh, but, but beyond that, nothing justifies what happened on October 7th. Let's be very clear chopping off a child's head, raping and pillaging uh, innocent civilians is not acceptable. This is a spirit of hate, anti-Semitism, and it's so bad that you have leftists and Arabs and Muslims on the streets of New York, and I think it's happening in London too, tearing down the posters of the, of the innocent civilians who are being held hostage. That's how deep this hatred goes. It's not of God. You can yell Allah Akbar all day long. If Allah endorsed that kind of behavior, then Allah is Satan. The anti-Semitism you see in the Muslim world does come from and it was codified, if you will, in the Quran. It, the Quran gave it legal or religious covering to hate Jews, to question Jews and Christians, but particularly Jews. To curse them. I mean, I have uh, uh, some passages from the Hadith that I may want to uh, share with you later on. But I want to go back to Jews voting for Democrats. Jewish Americans are going to have to really examine this. Okay? Just like Black people are starting to break away, particularly Black men. The Democratic Party has been revealed to be anti-Semitic. 
If it were not, you would have you wouldn't have to wait for the Republicans to censor Rashida Tlaib or Tlaib. You would have Democrats doing it. There should be a clear voice from the leadership of the Democratic Party, Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer, that speaks out against the anti-Semitism that is running rampant, largely uh, by the college students and the Arab and Muslim community. Most Americans are not engaging in that. And even after 9-11, we didn't do that. You rarely heard about attacks on Arabs and Muslims, even after we lost 3,000 Americans on that day. So this push about Islamophobia is completely fake. It's out of place. The Democrats really need to think about their alliance to the Democratic Party because I feel that they've been let down and betrayed. And Bernice King is a liberal. I do not believe that she accurately represents what her father, Dr. King, believed. He was a supporter, if I'm not mistaken, of the state of Israel. There you have it, folks. We're up against another hard break. You're listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Outlaw platform. And my special guest host, B.B. Diamond, will be back after this commercial break. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Copix RX nasal solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It worked. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. This is the last half of After Dr. Robin Andrew on the America Outlaw platform and my special guest host, B.B. Diamond. Before we went to break, B.B. made a statement that I want to repeat. Nothing justifies October 7th. Absolutely nothing justifies the barbarism that we saw on that day. Innocents being killed at a music festival in their homes as they walked the streets. Tortured, beaten, raped, burned, 
no, this wasn't Nazi Germany. This was 2023. And for people to try to justify it, to try to say, oh, but Israel did this, I'm sorry. There is no justification. None whatsoever. Bibi also said, a clear voice is needed. We need a clear voice from our nation's capital, from Joe Biden, from our senior senators, Chuck Schumer, to come out and denounce, denounce unequivocally Hamas's actions, Iran's actions. Tony Blinken can't do it. Do you think anyone fears what Tony Blinken says? Remember, Tony Blinken went all the way to Canada to be read like a cheap book by the Japanese when they said, you're trying to tell lecture us about human rights violation when you guys are killing black people? I mean, and this is what Tony Blinken and company went out and said, oh, the, America is racist. And Japan threw it right back in their faces and they couldn't say anything. See, this is what happened. When you run with the fake narratives, your enemies will use it against you. So Tony Blinken came back to ashore with his tail between his legs after attacking America and saying, oh, we're just inherently racist and we're this and we're that. And you know why they said it? Because they knew that emotional blacks would buy into it. But what, ha what has it gotten blacks? Where has it gotten them? Some 50 years after the Civil Rights Movement, the March on Washington, Democrats are still making promises to them. Now, they've uh, addressed all the promises for the gay GBTQ group and everyone else, but for blacks? Oh, hold on a little longer. We will overcome. Fast forward, now it's Hamas. Let's get out there and let's march for them. A group that could care less about black people. We need strong leaders. We need a solid voice. We need a clear voice to come out and denounce this hate and to denounce this administration. But they're all in cahoots. They're all working together. Look at the media, jeopardized. And I dare say, BB, with the exception of a few media outlets on the right, like our urban story, After Dark with Robin Andrew. And I would say Newsmax, The War Room. There are very few that would come out and call out these people, call out their evil, call out the miscommunication, the misinformation that they so lovingly put out there. Yeah, I said lovingly put out there. And think nothing about it. But they're so quick to run to, oh, there's Islamophobia and we got to stop it. We got to protect them. No, the Jewish community, they're under attack. Remember the Tree of Life synagogue and how the media pounced on that because they wanted to connect it with Trump and say Trump has something to do with it? Fast forward to today. Fast forward to today, and what are they saying about the innocents that went, lost their lives in Israel on October 7th? The only thing they can say is Israel should stop. They shouldn't do it. 
ceasefire. Why? Because Hamas is getting his butt whooped? I don't think so. Israel should finish this. Hamas started it, and Israel must finish it. Obibi, you had mentioned, you had teased us with some passages that you wanted to read to us from the Hadith, I think it is. Please go ahead and do it, because I think people need to be, need to be made aware of this. And I would encourage you all to go, if you have Facebook, to go and watch that episode titled The Spirit of Anti-Semitism, because it was all too powerful, the historical background that BB brought to that show. When this show goes up on the podcast, I'm going to try to link it so that you can go and read it or listen to it. But I would encourage you because it was a very powerful show. Go ahead, BB. Read us those passages. Thank you. Well, the first one I want to start off, it's in Sahih al-Bukhari. Um, it's it's Sahih, uh, the number is 223 for anyone who's familiar with this. Now, these are reportedly the sayings of the prophet. One of the passages, and there seems to be an emphasis on the Jews. And that's one of the disturbing parts of Islam. But let me read you this. May Allah curse him. Doesn't he know that Allah's messenger said, may Allah curse the Jews for Allah had forbidden them to eat the fat of the animals, but they melted it and sold it. There are other passages in here. The Jews, I'm in uh, Sahih Al-Bukhari still, uh, number 1375. The Jews are being punished in their graves. Uh, another passage she talks about uh, may Allah curse the Jews. Uh, it's on page 310 of the Hadiths. Um, I'm on agricultural lease because this, this Hadith is section different categorized. It says, excuse me, Umar expelled the Jews and the Christians from Hijaz. And it goes on and on about the Jews. What my point of saying this, and we can do more as when I come back on, um, is that there's an obsession in the Quran and the Hadiths with the people of the book who are Christians and Jews. Christians are viewed as um, misguided, whereas Jews are viewed in Islamic teachings as devious, as liars. Um, it's it's horrible what the Islamic doctrines say about the Jews. Another place, uh, and I'll, or I'll make this my final one for now, under the story of Al-Kitab, Al may Allah be uh, cursed be on the Jews and the Christians for they build places of worship at the graves of their prophets, unquote. That's Sahih al-Bukhari. This is all throughout the Hadith, the sayings of the prophet, and, and the Sahih means it's a high grade. It's a trusted Hadith. This is being taught to Muslim children. They're being taught that Jews are these horrible people. Christians are bad too, but particularly Jews. That's why in Africa, Boko Haram and other places, they will attack Christians. In the Middle East, because of the because of Israel, they're they're attacking Jews. We are under attack around the world. We talk about Islamophobia, but there's a Christophobia and a Judaic phobia, if you will, on behalf of Muslims and Arabs. They are taught that we are the lesser religion, and Islam came to correct um, what we believe. And this is dangerous. 
That's why you have attacks on Christians and Jews, particularly Jews around the world. And I can read more passages. Thank you. And I said that during the second half of the show, that there is an attack on Christianity and the Jews, and no one seems to care. But the moment you say something about Islam, it's like the world starts to shake. Oh, how could you? How dare you? And it shouldn't be that way. It's as if though, oh, well, Christianity, they can, they can handle it. They can take it. No, I know people will try to go back historically and say, oh, remember when they had the Crusades and remember what the Christians did and when they killed people and they tried to convert people and they did this. Well, what do you think Islam did? What do you think the Muslims did? The Turks, the Ottoman Empire, what do you think they did? Again, you go to Spain and you go to Italy and you will see huge mosques that are there. You don't see that with Judaism. You don't see them trying to convert people to come over. But no one wants to mention it. The Quran refers to Christians or views Christians as being infidels. So all of you that are marching along, lockstep, arm linked together, thinking that you're supporting the Palestinians, you're actually supporting terrorism. And they couldn't care anything about you. Because if they did, why were they blowing up all these places? Why are they coming to America to attack? And some of them are probably here right now, BB. They're probably here right now waiting because we know that we have an open border. And Joe Biden could care less about it. And the media is not going to report on it. They're going to make it seem as if they'll, oh, well, no, there's nothing here. We, 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 we got to treat everyone the same. Now, just think about this. You have the FBI going in, setting up surveillance on parents because they didn't like what was being taught at their schools. But God forbid if you have an FBI surveillance that goes into a mosque that's preaching hate, death to America. You have that going on right now in many of the mosques, and people are okay with it. Death to America. Why is that? And then we want to march lockstep with them? Oh, no, not I. No, no, I don't. And I cheer Israel on because I say, get rid of Hamas. Get rid of them. Under the Joe Biden-Harris administration, also under the former Obama administration, these groups were able to form and gain significant power. Iran was able to fund them thanks to the money from Obama. And as you said, B.B., during the opening first half of the show, this is all because of Obama. Obama helped to strengthen these radical groups, while Trump called them out. Do you think this would have happened under President Trump? Absolutely not. Russia wouldn't be in Ukraine. China wouldn't be looking at Taiwan. But when you have a weak leader, a weak administration, an administration whose policies mean absolutely nothing because they're afraid to call it out. Why wouldn't these groups act out? Because nothing's going to happen. And then I keep hearing BB all the time on the news, oh, before long, people are going to go tired, grow weary of Israel and what they're doing. I mean, the moment Israel started to fight back, they grew tired of it. Oh, they need to stop. They need to practice restraint. But why weren't you calling out Hamas? There's no Islamophobia. 
It's fake. It's made up. And then you have the vice president's stepdaughter creating a fun, and she happens to be Jewish, in support of what's happening. Now, do we know if Kamala converted to uh, Judaism or not because her husband, Amakov, he is uh, a Jew? No one has said anything about that, as quiet as it's kept. Now, they would tell us that it's none of our business, but of course, if it were a conservative, they would be all on it. But I just thought, no one has ever mentioned her religion. No one has ever said if she converted or not. I don't think she did, but if she did, okay, who cares? But I find it interesting that you have his daughter, who happens to be Jewish, supporting this cause. So she's been indoctrinated also? Bibi, how did we get here? How did we become so foolish? I mean, there's a scripture in the New Testament, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you, that you should not mm. obey the truth. And when I look at what's happening now, I'm like, here we go again, foolish Galatians who have been bewitched to not believe the truth, to believe a lie over the truth. What do you say, B.B. Diamond? Thank you. Um, what I say is that because of the removal of the Bible, because of um, you have leftists from our public schools and you have leftists and the godless who are who purposely, in my opinion, went into the education field so they can influence and shape our young people. I think that's one of the issues. And if parents are not diligent and making sure their children are not being taught propaganda, um, unless you do that, you're going to get what you get at Cornell University, at Stanford, at Harvard, and other schools. Notice, because you know it's at the university, you know they're being brainwashed, the average American is not on the street protesting for Palestine. If you notice that, you have the socialist Marxists and the students, or I guess identify as socialist Marxists. And when you're socialist Marxist communist, you reject the God of the Bible. You are, in essence, an atheist. Notice how these atheists, because they reject the Bible, and they have an influence on these young people who think they too can reject the Bible. They're the ones who are marching on the street along with the Arabs and Muslims who also uh, reject the Bible. That's what you're seeing. But you do not see in the United States or Great Britain or in Australia, the average person out there spewing this hate toward Israel. Bibi, you're right. Not, it's not the average American because they're afraid they've been shut in because they know that if they were to stand up, these groups would come after them. So who knew that we had so many sympathizers of terrorist group within our communities? We will collapse from within because of the people that we have allowed to come here. And as you mentioned in the second half, you have these Arab students that are going around tearing down the pictures, pictures that are doing them no harm. But to see them, they're mad and they're angry. You know, when you really think about it and you look at the hate that some of these radical Muslims have for Christians and Jews and just Western culture as a whole, and you look at their culture, they have all of this money, Bibi, from oil, but yet and still, they have no great libraries, they have no great universities. What exactly have they contributed to the world over the past 100 years other than terrorism? 
These people who are marching on the streets, they probably know nothing about the Iran crises that we had during the 70s. But what have they contributed to society? With all the wealth that they have, what have they given us? I mean, I dare say they've been turned over to a reprobated mind. Because they have, and what I can see, they have contributed nothing. And it's not that they can't do it because they have the resources. Look at Dubai. But where are the great learning institutions? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But hate, evil, wickedness that they have brought to the United States. Bibi, how do we get beyond this? How do we move forward? What do you think Christians should do with our fellow Jewish brothers and sisters? Well, first of all, we can stand, we must stand with our Jewish brothers and sisters. God is not through with them yet, and we have not replaced the Jews. Let's get that straightened out first. You don't have to agree with the Israeli government or like Bibi Netanyahu, but this is part of the prophecy. This is part of God's plan. Um, I want to touch on the Arab and Muslim culture because it has been pretty degenerate. I mean, we every Muslim could leave the United States and we really won't miss them because they have not contributed uh, anything to the culture here or even in the Middle East. Their focus has been too often on hatred and, and inner, inner wars between Muslims and not focusing on building, flourishing, and creating. Why do Muslims want to immigrate to the West as opposed to another Muslim country? Because they know in the West they'll have stability and prosperity. And so I think we need an honest discussion about the anti-Semitism and the hate that is eroding the Muslim and Arab world. Thank you so much. And it's not about Israel. It's not about Zionism. Because if it were, why would you attack Jews in London, in the United States? Why would you trap them in a bathroom in Cooper Union in Midtown Manhattan? So it's not about the land. It's about an inner hatred, an ancient spirit of anti-Semitism. Thank you. Wow. There is just so much that we could talk about here and dissect, and we could go on and on. And baby, we will bring you back on again to discuss this even further. You're listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. God bless, be safe, God bless America, and the Jewish community. Thank you, and good night. Good night.